Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two musical artists whose names sound similar, but the music sounds different. This week we're talking about Foster the Village People. I'm Jared. I am Caleb. That is it. That is it. Tyler uh, is indisposed at the moment. Indeed. Dax is dead. And thank God for it. And uh, we don't have any other people. So, yep. It's podcast the two people this week. The the, the first good band, bad band twofer. Yes. Not sure how that's going to go. It'll go. It'll go. We are, we're still here. As they say in in that movie, it'll do pig. Yes, it'll do pig, and that'll do foster the people. Yes, they're they're doing it. So, so they're okay. an indie rock band that uh, started in uh, 2004, led by a guy named Mark Foster. So that's where the Foster comes in. Indeed, and they're human. Oh no, they're starting in 09. I'm like five years off. 2009. Mm-hmm. And they became popular because of the song Pumped Up Kicks. Yep. Very big song. Nobody knew what it was about. Everybody was singing and dancing to it, not knowing it's about some problematic things that, you know, people don't like. That's true. And then... It's a um, it's a dark song. And then some things c- conspired in the world where they were asked not to sing it anymore. Oh, were they? Yeah. When I... At some point, I saw them live. And I cannot remember who they opened for. Okay. Somewhere at a concert. And you're telling me they didn't play Pumped Up They Kicks. did play it, but okay. at the same time that they... Okay, so here's what happened. Okay. In, uh, I saw them in Noblesville, and not long uh, before this show, there was a shooting, a school shooting in Noblesville, mm-hmm. and people thought they would not play it because they were afraid that you know it was too uh, recent. Controversial. Well, it was just like the the wound was open still kind of thing. Right. But they did play it when I saw them, which I can't remember what that was. I just remember seeing them. They opened for somebody. You know that it has happened. I don't think it was Weezer. Man, No, because I was there for Weezer, and I did not see Foster People. During this show, I will look it up and see who they opened for. Or if they uh, were the main, if they were the main band. I don't know why I went. <laughs> That's a good question. But uh, yeah, they did play Pumped Up Kicks. It's their biggest song. Why would they not play it? Right. Um, you know, you can argue whether or not, you know, is is Jeremy a pro? You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. That's it's true. telling the story of a thing that uh, unfortunately is prevalent mm-hmm. going on, but it's not like pro or negative school shooting it's just talking about the scenario that's going on Mm -hmm. they shouldn't not talk about it right and i mean they they made it pretty clear through some of their more recent music too i'm not sure if you looked into some of the other stuff that they've been kind of uh performing really kind of this year from what i saw um they had a song that came out recently that um was about police violence and racial inequality called the things we do and 25% or all the proceeds of the song were donated to charity mm-hmm. for charity split up 25% uh black lives matter international um the bail project rebuild foundation and the underground museum so you know they you know they they're not a they're not necessarily 
hiding where they're at, I guess. They also had a song um, recently called It's Okay to Be Human where they were referencing uh, the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, my. Yeah. Interesting. Indeed. I found it. They opened for the Killers. Oh, okay. I saw the Killers uh, back in, I guess, June of 2018. That sounds like something. And it was uh, Sir Sly, which I remember not being good, and then Foster the People, and then they opened for the band The Killers, which was a very good show. I remember that now. There you go. You don't always... I remember seeing bands. I don't remember always who um, they opened for. I'm not sure if you've ever mentioned, but there was the one year where you tried to see 100 concerts. I did. In a I, year. I failed, but it was a valiant effort. I got to like 62 or something like that. When you see 62 concerts in a year, it's hard to remember. Or events. I, I was yeah, able that's to say. True. Or events. Yeah. I started out that year, uh, my grandparents gave us they they took us on a cruise and on that cruise there were various cruise shows so i was able to see like three or four within the first week of january so like all right i'm ahead because it was like going it was like and during the i think that was that same time maybe that was when i went with my dad i can't remember yeah i can't remember at some point i went on a cruise no that would have been that would have been with him yeah because i was on it was new year's on a cruise with my dad and not a russian no Russian there. There was supposed to be a Russian that he had met online, and she did not come. This is a weird place for not this to call him out. But it's okay. He doesn't listen to. He doesn't support our medium. No, he does not. Some dad. Yeah. He, come on, dad. Why you still listen to podcast? Oh God! There's a cat. Oh my God! He got spooked by me. By me having a dad Ooh. reaction. Ooh. I get spooked by that same feeling. Anyways, he says. You still doing your podcast? I say yes. And then that's it. Conversation over. <laughs> he probably has no idea what we would do a podcast about. No, I don't think so. Anyways, ne- neither do the people who listen to this anyways. No. It's hard to follow what exactly we do as a podcast. But I thought um, one thing that was kind of interesting about Foster people, and particularly Mark Foster, mm-hmm. was that he started out as a jingle writer. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he... Anything he, we've ever heard? Uh, no. I'm loving no. it. He didn't do I'm loving it? No, not not on this occasion. Okay. It's kind of... It's it's funny because if you kind of look into what was going on in his life, like he had moved to um, Los Angeles to kind of pursue his musical career, and um, he started kind of living the party life at a young age. I think he was like 18 to 19 during that time. Mm-hmm. He was like struggling with drugs, and he was also like moving in the direction of writing jingles and it's like that's an odd person like you you don't really think of like the guy who makes like kind of jingly jangly commercial music also struggling with drugs and alcohol it's like something about that just seems like they don't coincide perfectly but um he was doing a lot of like different types of music like he'd make a hip-hop song here and then an electric music uh, electronic kind of song here and you know so he kind of varied his sound early on and kind of saw what else he could do in terms of music but I think it kind of makes sense for Foster the People because their sound is almost like a jingle. Hmm. Like a lot of their music, a lot of their music, um, especially from Torches, their their debut album, um, ended up you know getting um, picked up for commercials and TV shows and movies and so on and so forth. I think I was reading something and they were talking about. Um, that they had, it was a lot of the songs. I think it was, um, let's see, I will count. Half of the songs from Torches were licensed, hmm. which is a lot. Yeah. 
Well, it was a pretty good for him, apparently, because in 2013, he bought a $2.1 million property in Hollywood Hills from uh, Maurice Bernard, who was on the soap opera General Hospital. Huh. So all the way back in 2013, I mean, that would have been just a few years after the success of that song. Right. $2.1 million is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. For a man, any man, really. Truly. Uh, he's done some other uh, guest appearances. Mm-hmm. He did a song with Dia Frampton called Billy the Kid. He did backing vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimbra, Dead Mouse, he did a song. No, people like that guy. That's about it, really. He was on the Shake or Stick It original soundtrack uh, with the song Breakdown. You know that, that movie, Stick It? I think I've s- not uh, seen it, but I think I've seen that it exists. It has Jeff Bridges in it. And Missy Perrigan, who is on, uh, what's that show people like her on? I knew her for something. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure I know who that person is. What was that show I liked that she was on? Reaper. Remember that show, Reaper? I we, do remember Reaper. She played the love interest of that man. Uh, I would have never, ever placed her name in my life. Well, I was reading it personally. Ah, that, so that, was, that certainly helps, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Another thing that's weird uh, is that he was born in San Jose, California, but it says his origin is Macedonia, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? So he was born... He was born, then moved, then moved back, I guess? It wasn't exactly moved back, but I mean, back to that kind of general area. Well, this, well, this says he was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Who's a mystery? So, But it says he was born in California. Somebody got this wrong. Wikipedia... Idiots. Clear things up, everybody. The other thing that he, because you were talking about his collaborations, he also briefly was involved in a thing called Smims and Bell. Um, there's not really a whole lot going on with them, but they do have a remix of the Lana Del Rey song "Blue Jeans." Mm, that's, that's fun. Yeah, so that's that's something else that he. Well, he also did. they also remixed um, Lady Gaga. Did mm-hmm. you see that song? Yeah, Edge of Glory. Edge of Glory. Yep. I didn't really like it. I don't think it really. I don't think they added that much to that song. No, I wouldn't. I would. I would agree with that. Do you? Okay, so I, we've we've done this question uh, recently, kind of in the the middle point of talking about a band. Do you like Foster the People? Do you like what you hear from them? I like the popular songs. I don't really go search them out necessarily. Like when they have sure. new stuff, I'm not like I have to listen to Foster the People. But yeah, I saw them. They were fine. They're not a bad band to see live. They're kind of a, a more rock version of MGMT, in my opinion. I could see that. Like, just because, like, okay, we had one really big song a while ago, didn't really do too much else, and people still like us. That's MGMT kind of had, like, two or three songs, at least. But not from anything after Oracle. No. That's yeah, it was I'm all saying. Oracle. Foster, yeah, yeah, like, they haven't really had hits or songs people know outside of that one album. Yeah, that's fair. Because they have... Um, the Helena Beat, yes, and they have, which I would argue is my favorite song. Pumped up, yeah. Helena Beat's a good song. It's but a really look good at the song. songs that we picked for this. The five songs, four of the five mm-hmm. are torches. Are torches songs? Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty exclusive to torches. Big album, debut album. Is that yes, right? debut, debut, indeed. Um, I I do have. I'm not sure if you remember this, mm-hmm. but I do have a a brief story about Helena Beat. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if you remember this when I mentioned this, but maybe you will. I uh, I can very clearly associate certain songs with certain situations. Like I remember one time I got into a car accident. I drove off of 
the road because of some some gravel. My my wheel didn't turn, mm-hmm. and uh, I was listening to "Against Me" during that time. Yes. I remember that song playing when I ran off the road, yes. and I was like sitting and like like I hit a tree, and I'm sitting there, and "Against Me" is still playing. Uh, I remember I got pulled over while listening to "I Wrestled a Bear Once." Yes, and uh, we were listening to Helena Beat. When we were driving in the car and it flipped. Yes, I was driving. Yes. It was winter time. I was on my road I lived on. Mm-hmm. We'd come home from visiting family in uh, Ohio. And uh, I believe, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yes. Yeah. And we were on the road we lived on, about two miles from home. And I hit something. Like a, ice, like a, black some ice, like an ice block, yeah. And I flipped my car into... Uh, was it in off the road or was it on the road? So? It was it so it flipped. Okay. So you're driving on flipped. the right side of the road. Okay. Yes. You're going forward. Yes. And when we flipped, we ended up on our side facing uh the other way yes. on the left side of the road. Yes. It was a pretty big jump. Caleb was not wearing his seatbelt. Because I remember I was uh up and he was down on the ground. No, because that's because of the car. I was wearing my seatbelt. You were? Yeah, because I, the the reason I was on the ground was because my side of the car was on the ground. Oh, is that right? Uh-huh. You I were some... you were above me because the side of the car was above me. Caleb also had his laptop on his lap. That's what was playing Helena B. And that was what was playing Helena B. I don't I guess I didn't my laptop have a radio. Survived that. I didn't have a radio in that car, I guess. I well, that must be the case. I don't know. Or maybe we just really strange. want to listen to Helena Beat. And yeah. I will tell you, if you if you haven't really listened to Foster the People, let me tell you, here's the type of song you want to hear while your car is flipping on the road. Have you seen the music video for that song? Yeah, it's been a long time. I don't really have a recollection of it that much. It's like a Mad Max style thing where like uh-huh. a bunch of kids are kidnapping the band members, and mm. it's a, it's an odd it's an odd video, but it's interesting. Yes, uh, I also found uh, a cover that had come out, I think, recently. It was by a band called Three Teeth. I don't know if that's how you say that or not. Yeah, it's from 2019. Um, it's like a, they're like a new metal-y kind of band. I've listened to some of their like stuff that's come out. I'm not like super into it, but this song was interesting. I found it like this past week or two weeks ago, and it was relevant for the, the episode, obviously. Three Teeth, the band that have never heard Marilyn Manson before. I was for ready sure. to say, that sounds a lot like Tyler's friend Brian to me. <laughs> he does like calling him that. He does. Yeah, that's um, 
That's it's it's like industrial yeah, metal. They're, they're industrial like, metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said uh, new metal, but I was wrong. Yeah, that's the wrong okay. style. That's okay. I I didn't really know too much about the band. I just saw the cover. I'm like, hey, let's put this in the playlist and let's listen to it and talk uh, about uh, it and stuff. So yeah. so yeah, I don't know. They're are they interesting? I don't know. I mean, they there's some some details there. I suppose there's not really a whole lot about them. I mean, they, they you know they kind of had their their time in the spotlight. Um, with torches, you know, they, they got a lot of money out of the songs off of it, like songs for FIFA Mm. songs for movies, so on and so forth. So, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure that honestly, the members of foster the people will be perfectly fine off of just that one album forever. They're technically one hit wonders. Although surprisingly the song sit next to me, which was on their album, sacred hearts club got to number 42. Ooh, so, so close. close. Helena Beat did not even chart. I thought that was, song was may, like way more popular, but it apparently, I mean, it got to number nine on US Alternative, uh, number 15 on US Rock. Australia, it was charted number thir- uh, 74 for Australia. That's pretty fun. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I didn't realize that it didn't chart. Maybe that's chart. Canada. Is that Canada? I mean, it's odd. My to th- eyes are broken. I can't see. <laughs> it's odd to think that it's a- Australia. Oh, okay. It's odd to think that a song that has over a hundred million listens on Spotify didn't chart. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, I guess maybe there that's was just... no Spotify back in two thousand and ten, and if there was, it wasn't the same. That's true. Know, that's true. Kind of because it's like all. But it's still kind of a metric of how popular a song is is how many people are still listening to it. I guess. But they had a song called "Pay the Man" that featured Jid. He was a he's uh, a hip hop guy that yeah. was um, JID. Um, a double XL freshman. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good. He is pretty good. I liked his album. Um, I think it's. Um, oh my gosh! It starts with a D. Is it De Niro? No. I think that is it. DiCaprio. DiCaprio. That's what's DiCaprio. It's That's called right. DiCaprio Two, which yep. I don't know where number one is. I'm not sure, but DiCaprio Two is pretty good. It's an album worth looking out for if you uh, like hip hop. But but yeah, I. Uh, I think what's what's interesting too about Pumped Up Kicks real briefly before we we transition away is that it was a sleeper hit. Like mm-hmm. you know he made it in like two thousand nine, mm-hmm. two years before the Torches album even came out, mm-hmm. and so you know it got popularity online. People were sharing it on like Reddit and stuff and different forums, and it ended up becoming popular. And that's kind of what got them the contract was just that one song. Yeah. He was kind of by himself. Like he was really the one who kind of made pumped up kicks to begin with. And it ended up, you know, doing better in 2011 when it was on the album, obviously, but it had existed and had some kind of notoriety ahead of time. So, you know, it was a pretty big hit two years later, but um, yeah, it's a sleeper hit for sure. It came out on their first EP in 2000. September of 2010 as a single, it says. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the EP came out in 2000, January of 11, and then Torches came out in May of 11. So it was just a couple months later. Oh, okay. Had, so, but it, it was I thought I'd not seen a the full song had year. Been re- uh, he had written it like much Oh, he earlier. might have written it back then. Yeah, it was written maybe around 2010. Well, now, 2009, it says he wrote and recorded it, but he never actually put it out until later. Yeah. It can't be popular until people hear it. That's so true. That's so true. That's a good point. He might have posted on like Facebook, or not Facebook, like MySpace. Like MySpace was, was MySpace a thing at that point in time? Oh, it's never not a thing, man. That's so true. I can't remember when MySpace died. It died at some point, but. 
Yeah. This it was also banned on the radio after the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Ah. So he's had to deal with like every time a shooting comes up, he's got to like has to yeah take a step go away back. for a minute. Yeah. So, well, I think that's I think that's a good amount of Foster the People conversation. I think so too. Let's go ahead and move on to the Village People. So I'm going to address oh, I'm going to address the elephant in the room early on. Yes. The song YMCA is not about illicit gay sex. Okay? I say that because in the news just today at noon, oh my. The lead singer of the Village People, mm-hmm. um his name is Victor Willis. Yes. He came out and said, not came out. Yes. He's he's a heterosexual man. He came out and he really? said, he said Victor. that Victor, yeah, he's he is married to a woman. Um, and he came out. He said, "I will sue the next media organization or anyone else that falsely suggests YMCA is somehow about illicit gay sex." We're not here to get sued. I didn't think, get your mind out of the gutter, please. I never he says. thought it was. Well, some people um, uh, interpret so like a a lyric, perhaps like uh, you can hang out with all the boys when uh-huh. you are. So the the um, the kind of concept of village people, uh, its initial um, incarnation, if you will, there were two writers for village people that kind of started everything that aren't even like you know official members. Oh my, really? Which is Jacques Morali and Henry Bellello, which is. It's kind of, you know, the same situation as like um, Millie Vanilli and Boney M and stuff. The Boney M type thing, yeah. Oh it's my. the same it's the same type of thing with village people. So they brought in uh Victor Willis for the first album to initially perform the songs they wrote. That album didn't do great and then Victor Willis was the one who kind of took over a little bit more in terms of writing the music. Mm-hmm. The other members, which is kind of a constant cast of different people dressing up in their costumes which we can talk about um are more of like background dancers mm-hmm. rather than like you know really i guess not official members of the band but they kind of you know the, again it's kind of like a bony m situation where they're more there for the performance aspect of things but the initial purpose um was to capitalize on disco's large gay audience during the 70s which um is maybe the only time that you will say um that there is a large gay disco audience is only in the 70s. Mm. It's the only way. Mm. But that was kind of the initial purpose of Village People was to capitalize on this market. There were members of the band or the group or however you want to refer to them. There were members who were gay. Um, then they, <laughs> one of my favorite things about Village People is when they were recruiting people to join Village people, did you did you see any information on this? No, I have not. They released a ad in a theater trade paper, mm-hmm. and it read, "They're looking for macho types wanted. Must dance and have a mustache." That's good. That's that was what they needed. Those were the two uh, specific things. We need dancers and mustaches. So they were kind of going for this image of a you know, as you would say, a macho man, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
But that Ooh, was yeah. But that was the purpose. And so YMCA was um, kind of interpreted as this person, uh, this place um, where. I mean, that wasn't you know. That's what he's saying is not the intentional reason of the song, but there have been some suggestions that there are gay themes associated because uh, the gay culture around it um, had a repu- they had a reputation as a popular cruising and hookup spot, particularly for the younger men to whom it was addressed. So that was um, some information about YMCA specifically. But again, I always just thought it was about the place. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what Victor said. I can't think of an, another song, comparatively speaking, that it's about something like that. That had any kind of like you don't have any songs about like the boys, uh, Boy Scouts, right, or Girl Scouts, or uh, uh, the the Quakers. Is that a thing? I don't know if that's. I'm not sure if same. that's relevant, but I, I like, see what you're saying. Like, like thing uh, organizations, right? Like. Uh, in double ACP, yeah, like yeah, or uh, oh man, I'm trying to think of, I don't know, things like that. Yeah, like they don't have any other kind of representation. Yeah, no, I, I would I would agree that usually organizations like that are not places that. But I mean, Victor uh, Willis said that he wanted to celebrate it because he said it was a part of like his young youth culture. Um, he would go there too, which is when he says go hang out with all the boys. He would go and play basketball with his friends. Mm-hmm. So, I. I guess the other two writers are gay. Yes. Uh, Jacques Morali and Henry Belolo. Is he also? It's Belolo. Belolo? Belolo. Was he homosexual as well? Um, I know that Jacques was, but I'm not that. sure if Henry was. I think it's just Jacques, isn't it? Are you, why are you saying S? Was that real? I don't know. I don't know how to say French things. <laughs> Listen, I'm still learning French right now. I don't know everything. I'm trying. Somebody correct us. If you know French, let us know what his name is. I don't know. I mean, it's like, okay, if Victor Willis isn't uh, a homosexual, then it's hard to... I wouldn't want somebody that isn't that to be writing these anthems. Mm-hmm. The The song that's on the album Macho Man, that was the lead single from Macho Man, is mm-hmm. called I Am What I Am, which uh, is not about Popeye, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but it... <laughs> That's a good reference. Good job. It, according to singer Randy Jones of the Village People, he called it a gay liberation statement aimed directly at gays and lesbians who were standing up without apology for their lifestyle, and as the group's first gay liberation song. So, huh. the song "I Am What I Am." So, I mean, like some, it's credited to uh, Jacques and Henry and Victor and Peter Whitehead, mm-hmm. but. Only uh, at least one of those people is not gay, yeah, homosexual, what have you. So I don't know. It's interesting. I I think my first, I don't know. I always knew um, YMCA and sure. Macho Man and those songs growing up. Mm-hmm. My mom had Village People records, and I always thought it was interesting. Yes, I listened to some of it, and I just thought I never knew it was bad. Like bad music, like, right? I didn't think, and it is. It's yeah, not, it's not quality good. music, no. But and like, even in like the it's spectrum not even the, of like disco music, yeah, it's, it's not, not even the pinnacle good. of disco, no. no. But like, I liked the characters, I liked all that stuff, and some of the songs sure. were kind of fun, yeah. But uh, the first memory I have, I think, of really enjoying it was watching the Muppets, mm-hmm. and they did uh, a version of In the Navy. And I think that's one of my favorite things. Shall we we shall we play it? Yes. 
world for treasure, learn science, technology. Where? Where can you begin to make your dreams all come true? On the land or on the sea? Where? Where can you learn to fly, play in sports or skin dive, study oceanography? To, uh, to kind of describe the scenery of this yes, Muppet you skit must. is... Um, which you know, very very relevant to the Navy, of mm-hmm. course. Yes, is um, I wonder if it's a commentary. I, I don't know. Muppets Muppets do some interesting things, they but do. not the point. Uh, there's a small village, and it's yeah. being uh, soon to be attacked mm-hmm. by a ship of Viking pigs. Yes. So I think my favorite commentary the Muppets ever did. They did uh, a version of "For What It's Worth" by Buffalo Springfield, mm-hmm. and it's this hunter in the woods, going through the woods, trying to shoot all these animals. And mm-hmm. they're singing the song uh, for what it's worth, which is a anti-war song, mm-hmm. anti-things you know things like that. Yeah. And it's like all these animals just like trying to hide from this hunter, and it's great. It's like oh, such what's good... that sound? Yes. Everybody look what's going around. Yep. Yeah. It's great. It is pretty Amazing. good. So. Muppets are... Oh, we'll always praise mm-hmm. our puppet we, friends we on must. this show. We must. We love them dearly at uh, all times. Another version of uh in the navy we'll play briefly is by a band i enjoy called ale storm they are uh what pirate theme metal are, are they vikings no, they were i don't know they're, they're more pirate i don't i'm actually not sure i feel I like they're i feel they're like they're more viking than they are pirate this calls them multinational, uh, uh, multinational. they originated from perth scotland but they're more it says they're a pirate theme okay pirate which theme. i thought i mean that's i've seen them uh, we saw them at Warp Tour, correct? Yeah. No. No. Wait. Have we seen Ailstorm? Yes, we have seen Ailstorm. Yes. I think that's right. Yeah. I think I'm thinking of a Monomarth when I'm thinking oh, of the no, Viking type Viking. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Monomarth. Yeah, yeah which I, I have seen them as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think I think you're right. They are more pirate themed. You're right. So, so let's play uh, in the Navy from Ailstorm. I'm not sure, but let's play it. pretty good version they also have a version on their album back through time that came out in 2011 they have two wonderful covers they have one of the wurzels of the song i am a cider drinker which is great Mm -hmm. and they have a cover of you are a pirate from lazy town Oh, nice. That's pretty great right there. That is pretty great. I, lo- I love the idea of them doing uh, Lazy Town music. I love gimmick metal. It's one of my favorite things. It's it one is- of the only genres that really like can pull off a gimmick yeah. in, a, in a really like effective way. Yeah. It's really like the, the new Hip-hop disco. Hip-hop and you know? comedy like have a really interesting relationship. Mm-hmm. I, wa- I looked at this article the other day of like the top 100 uh, best comedy rap songs. Yeah. And most of them are like... Uh, you know, whatever. I think number one was uh, Biz Marquee. Okay. Which is like, okay, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. Uh, the Humpty Dance by uh, Digital Underground's on there. Uh, there's a few other ones that are pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, I think, like you said, metal is one of the 
there's some punk good good stuff like but aquabats like, who we talked about mm-hmm. they're they're obviously a you know ska punk like but um, like a band like max sabbath who are great mm-hmm. um net the ned flanders band yes uh necrogoblicon which yeah. they're less comedy and they're a gimmick but it's like le- somewhat legitimate metal with like one weird character right but yeah i don't know it's 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 interesting indeed i agree um it, I would also say, like, um, I think village people will probably, like, you know, they're, they're obviously, like, going to stand the, the test of time because, you know, a song like YMCA is, uh, you know, easily played like a baseball game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that oh, kind yeah. of thing is going to keep that song alive for the, the rest of eternity. They have a, a star on the walk of fame. Oh, wow. Um, you know, like, they, you know, they, they obviously are important, um, and they will probably always be important. Um, I also did you re- did you see that they had been doing some things like actually recently? Yeah, well, um, in 2019, mm-hmm. they performed at Riot Fest in Chicago, Illinois. Uh-huh. I had been there a few years ago to see uh, System of a Down. I saw Billy Idol there. I saw a few other people there that were pretty good. But uh, I did not go to Riot. I haven't been to Riot Fest since then. I did not like my train ride there. That's one of the reasons I'm trying to stay out of Chicago. Yeah, but. Um, they performed at Riot Fest in 2019, and I showed Caleb a clip of it. It's not like I wouldn't. I don't want you to play it because it right. just it's just a it live up. performance of yeah. the song, really. And uh, they had a wall of death and a mosh pit for the village people at Riot Fest. It was amazing. Like after it happened, there were several like news things that came out that were like showing videos of it and stuff and talking about it. So mm-hmm. it's, they're still able to be relevant in this time. Um, Wesley, I believe, is still touring under the. He's the only original member still left um and he's still as of just either not either last year or within the last few years he Mm. was still touring because it was like the 40th anniversary of disco or their album or something like that and they Mm -hmm. were like trying to still uh celebrate capitalize whatever you want to say sure i one of the most i think this is the most other than the obvious interview that i mentioned that came out today Mm -hmm. uh, i think the most interesting thing that is going on in the uh village people realm Mm -hmm. is the uh, little bit of controversy involving donald trump oh yeah so um in two uh, it was last year no it was actually this year oh my in uh june uh willis came out and demanded that donald trump not use the song's uh, Macho Man or YMCA at his rallies, and then he backtracked on that on September 11th of this year and said it was okay for him to use YMCA. What a weird! Why would you even use that? I know. It, why uh, yeah. would you even play that at a political rally? Yeah, it doesn't seem like, like it. How not, is it makes he, any sense at how all? How is Donald Trump Macho Man? He's not quite a Macho Man. I don't get it. He's truly not a Macho Man. <laughs> There's these flags that I've seen people have in their yard and on their porch and stuff Mm -hmm. uh where it's donald trump with like an uzi and like big muscles oh my gosh uh, with no shirt on that's like a like a cartoon version of like a rambo style yes yeah and it's like he doesn't really embody that he not only did he not even serve in the the military he avoided it he that is an accusation he also said he wished he had a purple heart yes even though he never served yeah. Do you know like how purple hearts work? <laughs> Man, somebody should just give me a purple heart, you know, all the things that I've done. What a weird thing. Yeah, it's a weird what a weird, weird guy. Weird trophy to get, but yeah. um what we should do. Now, Willis, if you're listening, I want to be very clear. Yes. I'm not saying anything about 
the nature of the song, I promise. Yes. We should convince Donald Trump uh-huh. that the song is indeed about illicit gay sex. Oh. He will never use it again. That's true. It will never, he'll never touch it. He'll be like, oh. I, you know, I, I, for being somebody who's, um, he pretends that he's, you know, pro-LGBT, mm-hmm. um, but uh, given the fact that he uh, has not exhibited that with his actions, it's interesting that he would want to use Village People music, considering the really, demographic. I'm wondering how much, can, like, he actually says, I want you to play these songs. Yeah, I'm I not sure he's got a, like, Spotify it's just playlist. Like people that are associated with his campaign, mm-hmm. that he's entrusted with this decision. And it could just be his little son, Baron, or whatever, just playing songs. Uh-huh. 11-year-old kid or however the heck old he is. But I don't know, man. What a weird thing. What a weird thing, indeed. Uh, I did find... I haven't. I don't know if I've ever played this man on this show, but he's one of my favorite mashup people. DJ Cummerbund uh, did a version of... Uh, uh, well, not really a version. He mashed a couple songs up together. So mm-hmm. if you'll play that, it's... That's really all I care about. What's caused the mess within the younger generation? Induction, the destruction. Who wants to die? Vengeance is mine. Good God, yo. I'm gonna pause it. Uh Good Lord, I love I love DJ Cumberbund. I don't he, know how he does the things he does, but he does them. It's always, there's always Macho Man Randy Savage in there, but you just don't know when he's going to come in, mm-hmm. and it's always amazing. He posts probably a song once every maybe two weeks or so in that range. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like- it's about every two weeks that you show me a new DJ Cumberbund song, It's really. not like he's going to like uh, blow up your feed, your YouTube feed. So no. all I can do is ask you, please subscribe to this man, tell your friends and family, he does amazing things. This just this year, just just a few short weeks ago, he did one of my favorite things I've ever seen. He did um, "Devil Wop Down to Georgia." The Devil Wop Down to Georgia. It's a great. And stuff. then somebody, probably Cardi, she took it down due to copyright infringement. Could be Charlie Daniels' racist family. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But it's it, it's back on YouTube, but not by his name, and it's not as good of a quality, unfortunately. But. Yeah. For just a few short days, it really changed my life. I showed it about everybody I could meet. I showed it to them. I played it at least four or five times a day. And it uh, really has nothing to do with Village People or Foster the People. But mm-hmm. DJ Cumberbund is the good band. Uh, I, oh, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> DJ Cumberbund is the good band. I could see you feeling that way for sure. Yeah. But on that note, should we go ahead and... Uh... Yeah, that's about all. Uh, the only mm-hmm. other thing I'd mention, I'll mention mm-hmm. uh, on America's Got Talent a few seasons ago, there mm-hmm. was a guy named Christopher the Great or Christopher something, and he came out and he did uh, a, sh- a little performance where he was uh, had this like uh, uh, mechanism on where it had multiple kind of uh, puppets. And uh, he got to the next round. Uh, that's on YouTube also. So if you want to see... Christopher, America's Got Talent, Village People. If you're really into the Village People, you're like, I need to find more things about the Village People. This is your place. I don't see enough things about the Village People. Here, I'm, I'm trying to. We're trying to s- provide persuade you. you. Yep. Also, a band called Black Lace that are from, uh, Br- they're from Brit- Britain, British. They have a hit song called Agadu. Mm-hmm. They covered uh, the Village People. They did a mixture. Of YMCA and in the Navy, 
Mm. And uh, they were actually performed in 1979 uh, during the Eurovision Song Contest, which was canceled this year due to that dirty virus. Dirty virus. Please wear your mask. The village people would want you to wear a mustache mask. I believe that. Please We're looking. You're, if you aren't wearing your match, then you're not a macho man. That's right. That's right. You're a wuss. Anyways. That's right. All right. So um, we've only got two votes on our end, and then, of course, we have Patreon's yes, vote. Indeed. So um, would you like to begin, or would you like me to begin? Oh, man, this is a tough one, because they're both, uh, one could argue, mediocre. Sure. So, man. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to pick Foster the People because even though I like some stuff from the Village People and they do have more hits. Oh, another thing I was going to mention. Yes. The band uh, Pet Shop Boys covered the song um, uh, Go West, which is a really good song. That's one of my favorite. Like, if you like, if the best thing that the Village People ever did was allow Pet Shop Boys to cover Go West because that is a great song. Pet mm-hmm. Shop Boys, they're a good group. Yeah. So I forgot. I almost forgot about that. So I don't want to not mention that song because that's a good song. Yeah. But and maybe we can close out on that. Who knows? Maybe. Um, but yeah, I'll pick Foster the People. I think Pumped Up Kicks is a much better song than the other song. Like as a band, I think they're probably better. YMCA yeah. is like one of the biggest songs that's ever existed. It's a staple. Macho Man's a big song. And the Navy's a big song. You know, like they've mm-hmm. got some pretty big songs. But I think yeah. that just the quality of the music is so not good right it's hard to pick them i would have to agree with you on this one i think foster the people wins out in terms of equality i don't love them i, I don't, don't find them in 40, thrilling in but 40 I would, years people will not know foster the people no names. but i think in 40 in 40 years where it'll be 80 years from now from i think they'll be still playing ymca yeah. they will, the ymca will not even be around anymore right like we won't even won't know they'll just think it's a cool song with i some don't letters. think that most people even know what the ymca is it's, I would have to agree with that one probably. But, uh, More people know the song YMCA than yes. what YMCA you can, stands for. You can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. You yeah. can do oh, whatever you feel. Whatever you feel. So uh, let's go over to uh, Patreon on this occasion. Uh, and they have actually disagreed with us. They went oh. with Village People. Oh my! Yeah, we had uh, we had a, a it was it was close, but yeah. Village Village People won out. On this occasion, we had a comment from uh, Patreon user David. Yes. He said, uh, Pumped Up Kicks cannot compete with three iconic songs. That's true. Actually, I think YMCA, Macho Man, and In the Navy are the only songs I know. Now, I'm wondering, does he mean the only songs he knows from total. Village People or just no. Total? Is those the only are the songs only songs he knows. He's only heard those three songs in his life. Yeah. He subscribes to a music podcast, Patreon, and he's only heard three Village People songs. Yeah. That's it. Have you heard the new Bob Dylan? Do you like the Rolling Stones? I only know YMCA, In the Navy, and Macho Man. That's all I got. That's it. Yep. Varied taste. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the good band. Follow us on Patreon, our website, facebook.com slash facebook slash record roundtable and Good Band, Bad Band stuff. I'm not sure that's the link. And uh, next week we're doing Every Time I Die Ant Word. It'll be really good. Like Macho Man. Goodbye. <laughs>